Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Eric Lyles, and I'll be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from the letter to the Colossians, beginning in the first chapter, the first verse. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers and sisters in Christ in Colossia, grace to you and peace from God our Father. In our prayers for you, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. You have heard of this hope before in the word of the truth, the gospel that has come to you. Just as it is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world, so it has been bearing fruit among yourselves from the day you heard it and truly comprehended the grace of God. This you learned from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, and he has made known to us your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power And may you be prepared to endure everything with patience, while joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The letter to the Colossians opens with thanksgivings for their redemption in Christ, and prayers for the Christian community gathered there. I echo these encouragements to you all this day. May you be made strong. May you be prepared to endure everything with patience. May you joyfully give thanks to the Father, for God has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into his glorious kingdom. Thank God that the spring season is upon us, While some of us struggle with allergies, all of us are enjoying the blooming of flowers, the budding of trees, and the sprouting of new life. This Easter season is a time of new life. The seasons of the earth, especially the transition from winter into spring, remind us of the cycle of death and resurrection. All throughout the Bible, the use of metaphors about plants, trees, and crops communicate to us God's working in the world and encourages our own response to God's love. Today in the reading from Colossians, we hear, you have heard of the hope laid up for you in heaven before in the word of the truth, the gospel that has come to you. Just as it is bearing fruit and is growing in the whole world, so it has been bearing fruit among yourselves from the day you heard it. I love this image of the hope we have in the resurrection bearing fruit among ourselves just as it is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world. We are given a gift this Easter and spring, reminders of this hope 
confident that through Christ we are rescued from the power of darkness and transferred into his glorious kingdom. This image of being transferred from one kingdom to another stirs up for me the image of refugees, those leaving behind the world that they knew and entering a brand new environment, a land filled with new sights, smells, sounds, even a new language. Seeing as refugees continue to be a reality in our world today, it is crucial that we remember God's fundamental commands in the Bible to care for the widows and orphans and to remember that we also were once refugees. The books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy remind us that as Christians grafted into the story of our Hebrew ancestors, we were foreigners, sojourners, yes, even refugees in a strange land, and we are commanded by God to treat refugees in our land with love, hospitality, and respect. This is not a single occurrence, random command from the Old Testament. This is a fundamental teaching of the Jewish and Christian faiths, one that is repeated many, many times throughout the Bible. Today we are reminded that we have been refugees and that through God's good gifts, we have been welcomed into a new land. We have been transferred into God's kingdom. The Greek word for this kind of transfer from one kingdom to another is methestemi. When one ancient empire defeated another, it was the custom during these times to take the population of the defeated country and transfer them to the conqueror's land. In our case, Christ has conquered our old homeland of darkness and death and transfers us into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light and life. In Christ, we are transferred, moved, deported from one kingdom to another, from one way of living into another. Nothing is as we have once known it. Being rescued and transferred into the realm of Christ and sharing in the inheritance of the saints and light means that we are not only expected and called to live in Christ, but also enabled to do so. Even if imperfectly, redemption and release do not merely offer us new self-image and new intentions. They empower in Christ new actions. As Christ is reconciling us to God, how can we, as members of Christ's body, best welcome and embrace those who might differ from us, especially those who are living through fear and exclusion in the world around us? Let us pray together as our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life, and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.